we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, put on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back for our What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thigpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for Lord and Mind. But what's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, If you weren't in the San Diego area or you just forgot that, you know, like my event was yesterday, but, you know, I'm really coming off the whole book read yesterday or the book signing yesterday. And I just really just want to take a moment and just thank everybody that came out. Like, shout out to Paula who drove from L.A. all the way down to San Diego. Like, girl, you such an MVP. It don't make no sense. And... You know, just shout out to everybody that really just came from all over the place just to, you know, hear me speak. You know, that that definitely just meant so much. And I say it means so much is just because, you know, you never realize, you know, and it's always such an appreciative moment when you receive support. You know what I mean? When you receive support in what you do, it's such a. It, it's such a, you know, it's it's fuel to continue to keep going. Because a lot of times we sit back and we say to ourselves, like, damn, why the fuck am I doing this? You know, nobody believes in me, X, Y, and Z. And, you know, when people finally support you, when people show up to support you, damn, that shit feels so good. It feels so good. In fact, I actually sat back and looked up research on what support does to the body, you know. And research has shown that having a strong support system has many positive benefits, such as higher levels of well-being, better coping skills and a longer and healthier life, you know? And, and that's so crazy because when you think about it, like having a real strong support system, I'm talking about like when you got a strong support system, you unstoppable. When adversity happens, you, you get hit and then you able to get back up and continue to keep going. And I really wanted to start this episode off on just such a positive note because I'm about to get into the nitty gritty. So at my event, you know, we doing the Q&A and they asked me some, hey, I ain't gonna lie. Everybody was asking me some real strong questions. And it was a couple of questions that I just, I'm so happy that I was able to articulate on. However, however, there was this guy and I should have known, I should have known that there was gonna be an issue. I should have known. First things first, ain't I don't trust nobody that got a gold tee in 2020. I ain't about to lie to you. I don't trust no man that's got a gold tee in 2020. Oh my mama. You see what I'm saying? Like you walking around with the Jafar gold tee. I should have known that there was gonna be problems. And I say that there was gonna be problems because during my segment, as I was talking, you can actually hear him talking in the background. Like he wasn't even a part of the, the party, he was just there. You see what I'm saying? And I, I really, I'm going to dive real deep into this episode, you know, and I just really wanted to bring that up just to let you know what type of person I was already dealing with. So during the Q&A, you feel me? Everybody asking me some hard questions, like some real powerful, thought-provoking questions. Once again, I greatly appreciate them. Here he come. And I should have known. I should have known. He sat up front. And he looked at me. 
And I looked at him and he said, I got a question. And I was like, go for it. And the question that he asked me, for those who don't understand, this is a book signing, you know, for my new release book, you know, Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind, a pod, you know, a book dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves from the podcast dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves from the guy who talks about helping us become a better version of ourselves. And the question that he asked, who did not buy the book, who does not know the podcast or knows who I am, <laughs> he asks me some like left wing question. You know what I mean? Like he was talking about like legality or some shit like that. And I really just took a moment and I took a moment and I was like, why, why would you ask me that? And I tried to misdirect the question because I'm going to tell you right now, I just wasn't prepared for it. And luckily I had a great team next to me, but I really, it really sat with me. It really sat with me because here we are in a day and age where we talk about like, you know, black lives matter X, Y, and Z, you know, support black owned businesses. But I'm going to just be a hundred percent honest with you. My journey when I started, you know, say who was the first person that supported me? You know, you know, because the question was and there was a question that was asked. It said, what was it like hearing your first yes after so many no's? And you know, say where all my no's came from, you know, where all my disbelief came from, you know, the ones that never supported me. It came from my own culture. It came from my own culture within the military at first. It came from my own culture based off of the color of my skin, you know, like the people that I grew up with that know me, they didn't support me. And imagine receiving those no's, you know what I'm talking about? And I know, you know, I know a lot of people have received those no's before. You know, you tell somebody your passion, your dream, and the weird part about it is, is that your family and friends who know you, they don't understand or they think that it's, you know, it's bullshit. They laugh in your face. They say these things that it's not going to be anything. You're not going to be anything. You should just stick to the usual program. You know what I'm talking about. And that's what I faced. And it felt like as I got deeper within this, anytime that I would always find somebody that wasn't supporting me, you know, somebody that was just against me, not with me. It was somebody that you would have thought was with me, you know, somebody from my own culture. And I, I, you know, I always sit back and I ask myself, and I think it's because of that lack of support that keeps me grounded, that keeps me so open minded to everybody. Because the person that gave me my start and I y'all know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The person that gave me my start was a man from Colombia. It wasn't a man that looked exactly like me. And I just really had to clear that because as I sat here and I looked at that man who pretty much just sharpshooted me at my own event or attempted to sharpshoot me at my own event. Because once again, like, you know, my shout out to Andy, shout out to Nick, you know, the whole are active. They, they made sure that that was not about to happen and everybody could feel it. Everybody could feel it. And I just, you know, I always sit back and I think to myself like, man, what goes through a person's thought process to make them want to sabotage somebody else? You know what I mean? And with that, you know, I could, you know, I could let it, you know, marinate within me. I could, I could, you know, dwell on it like we normally do when we face some form of, you know, like whatever it is, but I wanted to grab that moment right there and just talk about it in a different light. But before we start, before we start the rest of this episode, just know that, yes, yes, after the Q&A was over with, I walked over there to him and, you know, I looked him dead in his face and I was like, have you lost your motherfucking mind with me? 
You don't think that I won't clear this little motherfucker out and fuck you up in here? Like, like I, I know I ain't, I know I'm, I know it's not Friday, so you know you wouldn't hear this much profound language coming out of my mouth. But one thing is for certain that you ain't gonna sharpshoot me and think that I'm gonna let that ride. Like I, I almost embarrassed him in front of everybody. Really had to put that out there. But let's get into today's episode. Now, today's episode is dedicated to the dreamer. It's dedicated to the passion seeker. It's dedicated to the purpose walker. It's dedicated to the purpose person that's saying to themselves that during this time right now, this is the moment where I'm going to go ahead and step out of my comfort zone. This is the moment where I'm going to finally execute on my dreams and passions and aspirations. I'm finally going to do it. And then they find themselves right back in their comfort zone because, you know, their family and friends have no support in them. And, you know, I always get this question. You know, it's so crazy. I always get this question. What do you do when your family and friends do not support you? What do you do when your family and friends do not believe in you? And that, you know, at first I used to just shrug it off. I was like, you keep going. But a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people do take what their parents say too hard. A lot of people take what their friends said too hard. And they have every reason to. These are the people that you grew up with. These are the people that know you. They're supposed to know you. Let me rephrase that. They're supposed to know you. These are those people. And here they are not believing in you, not supporting you. Fun fact, when I joined the military, I received no support from my family, none. My mom was not for it. She cried every time that military was brought up and my name was. My neighbors tried to rip up my my enlistment paperwork, which I never understood why they thought that that would be okay. Um, Everybody around me, everybody around me said that I was going to get blown up. I was going to come back with PTSD X, Y, and Z. They, they did their best that they could to try to talk me out of it. Now, here it is 10 years later, 11 years later, and I can't find a soul to talk me out of getting out of the military because everybody that told me that I could not go in the military, or let me rephrase, not to go in the military, feels that the military has been the best thing for me. So what happened? And the one thing that I need you to understand as we dive deeper into this episode is that people are only able to speak on things that they know and understand. I'll say that again. People are only able to speak on things that they know and understand. When I told everybody that I wanted to join the military, nobody in my family had joined the military, but everybody had seen CNN. Everybody's seen The Hurt Locker. Everybody's seen these movies where it talk about the military. So their idea of what the military was has already been established based off of what they've seen on TV. So here I am telling them that this is what I want to do. And they already have this random imagination of what they think it is. So this is what they're telling me not to go into. And that's why I tell people that a lot of times, you know, people are going to talk you out of things based off of what they've heard. You know, the he say, she say, you know, I know somebody that knows somebody that did that, but it didn't work out. And a lot of times we get so discouraged based off of he say, she say. Based off of a rumor that you heard that may not may or may not be true. You are ready to forsake your entire dreams. Let me rephrase that. You are ready to sell your million dollar dream for some clear and sell idea to work for somebody else or to do some other thing that everybody else in your town is doing or everybody else that you know is doing. And I get it. I get it. We gonna take our family and friends word for, for, for it. We are. 
Because why would we not believe them? And this is the second thing that I really wanted people to understand is that family and friends, they're not going to give you their best opinion. They're going to give you the opinion that is filled with the most love. Let me rephrase that. They're not going to give you the opinion that's filled with the most knowledge. They're going to give you the opinion that's filled with the most love. And what I mean by that is, is that our family and friends don't want to see us get hurt. They don't want to see us fall on our face. They laugh at the idea that you want to step outside the norm because that's something that they just never heard before. They think you playing. They don't think you serious. And then when they realize that you're serious, they tell you that they can't, that you can't do it because they don't want to see you end up hurt. But the one thing that I've learned is that a lot of times, like we, once again, are basing our opinions and dreams off of what our family is telling us, but they're not speaking from a place of knowledge. They're speaking of a place of safety. They're speaking of this place of protection. They want you to do the things that you're supposed to do so that you don't get hurt. Because that's what they think. They can't believe in you because it's not theirs. And I bring that part up because, you know, just like if you've, I've talked about it so many times. You know, my grandmother asked me what I want to be when I grow up. And, you know, I tell her that I want to be a comedian. And when I said, you know, I wanted to be a comedian, you know, she said that, you know, you know you're going to be a joke for the rest of your life. Fast forward, when I told her that I wanted to open up my own restaurant, she said that they don't make a lot of money. A money. For years, I held resentment because because I held on to what my grandmother had said, I had no direction. I was not even in control. It took years for me to finally get control of my own destiny and create what I wanted. And I held resentment towards that. But honestly, I really should have just held resentment towards myself for believing that. Because one thing that I need y'all to understand is that my grandmother was speaking from a place of what she knew. You know what I mean? Like she was speaking from a place of her understanding. You got to think about it. Like she coming from a generation that was told that, you know, go to college or X, Y, and Z to get a good job. And we all know what that good job is, you know, 401k, all the benefits, X, Y, and Z, 40 hours a week. You retire at 60. Hope to God that you live long enough to enjoy your retirement. We know what we're talking about. Then she imputed that exact same knowledge down to my mother and told her that she needs to go off to college to get a good job for the exact same thing. But I'm going to just be 100% with you. I don't feel like that's a good job that at some point they could fire you right before you make it to your retirement. I really don't feel like that's a good job when by the time that you make it to 60 and the average human being only lives to be about 70-something, 80-something at most. So that gives you roughly about 14 years, almost 20, to be able to actually enjoy yourself. But let's really take off the other 10 years where your body starts to decay. Like, 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 I really don't feel like that's a good job that I got to waste that long to finally enjoy my life. So please excuse me. And I, I really just, I really, I bring that up because my grandmother, when she spoke on that, she was talking about only thing that she could really give me that was benefit is telling me that I need to trade 40 years of my life to, in order to have a good job, not to become an entrepreneur. She never met a lot of them. Not to become a comedian. She only seen of those people. So she developed opinion of that. And I really need people to understand that. That people are only able to give you knowledge based off of what they have felt and what they have heard and what they have seen. If you want experience, you just really just got to experience it. 
That's really it. Let's take all the filler words out. If you want experience from something, you really got to experience it. But moving on. Even as we we talk about support and believing in yourself and X, Y, and Z, that's still a tough pill to swallow when the people that you love the most, you know, the ones that really know you, aren't supporting you. So now I, I really wanted to give you tools on, let me rephrase, let's just talk about what we supposed to do when people just ain't going to support us. And the first thing that I need you to understand before anything else is that this is your passion and it's the priority. See, you can't get hung up on the whole idea that they don't believe in you, they don't support you, X, Y, and Z, because the moment that you start doing that, that's when you get caught up in this loop of, oh, well, they don't believe in me, so it's not good. The priority is the passion and a lot and feeding that fame. The priority is the goal and feeding it to its your primary primarity. That is the priority. You know, that's the priority. What people think of you ain't none of your business. That's God's business. That's something that they need to work out. The next thing I want people to understand is that life is short. We we really live. The average lifespan is 85. 85 years old. I'm I'm a recovering smoker. You know, I'm two months and a half clean. I got 18 days back of my life. But let's just be frank here. I probably might lived about 75. Life is way too short when you look at it. Yeah, them years go by, but damn, it's really short. And I add, and I say that it's real short because I need you to understand this one right here. You want to spend the rest of your life or what little life that you have doing something for somebody else? Making someone else happier? Making someone else richer? Living a life unfulfilled? The dream that you have is just an occasional hobby? And then when you die, your dream goes off to the graveyard where it belongs in the richest place on earth? Man, nah, I don't think that's the way that I want to live. Especially when I ain't, you know, and we hear it all the time. You know, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. And I really need y'all to understand that. Number three. And this is just a really piggyback off of what I had just said. Others ain't going to understand your passions. It's not for them. They're not going to understand your vision. They don't have your eyes. When I tell people my dreams, I, you know, I snap. There was a moment where I stopped telling people what I believe because I got tired of always having to explain myself to everybody. You know what I mean? I got tired of explaining to people about my vision and my dreams because they just wouldn't believe in it. So I just didn't want to talk about it. And then it took me a while. It just really took me a while to realize that it ain't. it's not for them to believe in you. It's not their job to believe in you. We, we really don't understand. It's not their job to believe in you. It's yours. How the hell are you supposed to expect somebody to believe in you when you can't believe in yourself? How do you expect somebody to support you when you're not even willing to support yourself? And that's the thing that you got to understand right there. Number four, and I love this one. Sometimes others are just really insecure. 
So that guy that asks me this random question that has nothing to do with the event, you know, he just needed to hear himself speak. I, I've said this before that, you know, my presence does something to weaker creatures. I really need y'all to understand that my presence, like the energy that I give off when that mix with somebody that of weaker grade, that really does something with their spirit that they have to act on. You see what I'm saying? So in this guy's case, <laughs> in this guy's case, here he sees me talking, you know, just talking about the book, doing things that he probably just never did. Speaking in a manner that he could never will. And he felt like it was just his God given duty, you know, just it was his divine purpose to try to like upstage me. Knock me off my pedestal. And that's one thing that a lot of us need to understand that when we tell our people, when we tell people our dreams and aspirations, because I can tell you right now, when I checked him out, like Jesus Christ, man, like he wasn't. Man, I'm man. But when. You know, I, I, let me go off topic real quick. You know how many people I've come across where it's just like my energy, the energy I'm giving off, my drive, my purpose, how passionate I am about walking in my purpose. Well, let me tell you right now that a person that compromised their vision, when they hear that, that shit bothers them. When I tell you that the lack, the all those no's and lack of support that I received, it really came from insecure people. It really came from insecure people. And the problem is, is that when you deal with an insecure person, they try to impute their insecurities onto you. They gaslight you to make you seem like what you're doing is wrong. But in reality, it's so right that it just makes sense to everybody else. And they just upset with themselves because they just really just can't figure out why the fuck is it that he's able to do it, but you can't. Shit, man, I remember it was some guy that would just would not get off my case about me having like so many followers on Instagram. Like that was always going to be the topic of discussion. Like that was such a main focus because of what he did not have. And I can that's another episode for another problem. I've been around people who've seen me at work and just it's, it's, it's just I can go on down the line of like insecurities, mine and others. But one thing that I tell you is that you can't control. And although we try to control this. One thing that we can't control is how we make others feel. We can't control how we make others feel. So whether that's we make them feel happy, whether we make them feel secure, or whether we make them feel insecure, we can't control that. But we can definitely control how we feel around others. So even if you make others feel insecure, one thing that you need to understand is that you better not start becoming insecure because of these insecure motherfuckers. Moving on. Number five, and I, I kind of, I like this one. Anything is possible. You know, they laughed when they said that the man could never be on the moon. They laughed when they said that man can run an X amount of miles in a certain time limit or these meters in this. They laughed. They laughed at Muhammad Ali when he said that he was the greatest of all time. They laughed. People don't believe shit until it's actually done. I'll say that again. People ain't going to believe you until you actually do it. Let me rephrase. People ain't going to believe shit until it's actually done. And one thing that I love about this planet, the one thing I love about this little existence that we have on this earth is that anything is possible. Anything is possible. And if you say that you can do it, God damn it, you can do it. Stop letting somebody that 
that that believes that they can't even do X, Y, and Z tell you that you can't follow your dreams and purpose. They wouldn't dwell within you if it wasn't possible. Let me explain that one right there. That, that God wouldn't give you the vision if it wasn't possible. Just like it can be, just like it's possible, just like it's possible, it's possible to continue to keep going without support. Like, if I would have listened to my family and friends, I wouldn't be in the military. <laughs> if I would have listened to my friends and family again, I wouldn't have started the podcast. If I would have listened to them again, I probably wouldn't be an author. If I just wouldn't listen to them, I think I probably would still be working in Detroit at Chrysler. 100%. 100%. And that's not to take anything from anybody, no. It's just to let you know that you can't hope to expect support from anybody if you can't support yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, I can assure you that nobody is going to believe in you. And the longer that you continue to wait for somebody to support you and believe in you is the longer that your dream and passion and purpose goes unfulfilled. And lastly, you can't please everybody else. You can't. Man, damn, you can't please everybody else. I've tried. The only person that I find that I'm that's not pleased is me. The only person that winds up unhappy is me. And I realized that moving forward, the one person that I want to make sure that is happy is me. The one person I want to please is me. The one person I want to support is me. Like we talk about being such a great friend and supporting everybody else, but we don't support ourselves. We want to make everybody else happy, but at the expense of our own happiness. Nah, see, and I think I've moved past that. So if we're going to do anything, let's just understand one thing and one thing only is that once again, that just like you can't control how everybody feels, you also cannot please everybody. So if you're just going to please somebody, why don't you just please yourself? And with that being said, that just concludes everything. And I just really just want to take a moment real quick, because if you're listening to this, you probably haven't gotten the book yet. <laughs> a Extraordinary Thought for Ordinary Mind is finally out and is available on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And Kindle. Also, also, as much as I appreciate the support in my DMs on Instagram and Facebook and other social media outlets, give me that exact same energy up under the reviews in the podcast. Give me that exact same energy on the Amazon reviews. Like the same thing that you are willing to tell me on Instagram, don't even waste your time. Just put it in the review and screenshot that and send it to me. Because let's, since we're on the topic of support, I mean, let's just be honest. Support goes a long way and it really does mean a lot, but it means nothing if you're not supporting them in the right way. I'm not asking that you don't always have to buy. You don't always have to just, you know, a simple like, a simple subscribe, a simple whatever means a lot. I'll see y'all Friday. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from The Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out. <laughs>